Amen. My goodness. It is a good Monday morning. Thank you so much for being here. I just got to say, um, I love C.J. Greer. I love worshiping with him. And C.J. did something really wonderful to me, for me. C.J. works over at Western Seminary. And I was a student there a number of years ago. And when C.J. would see me in the hall, he would say to me, hello, pastor. Hello, pastor. He often wouldn't say my name, and he would just greet me as pastor. Long before I ever got to be pastor, he spoke that into my life. Um, and so this song that we sang this morning, Sanctuary, um, CJ led that at my ordination four years ago. So um, I'm so privileged, so privileged. We are so lucky to have him. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We are also lucky to have here Mr. Cameron Wilcox. Cameron, woo! Cameron, you are known, I think, or you're just here and loved already. Cameron is a sophomore from Grand Rapids. He has devoted himself to the study of physics and the mathematics, and in his spare time, he does a little diving. So, Cameron. Uh, we're reading John 3:16 through 21. It's on page 864 in the Pew Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned. But those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be seen clearly that their deeds have been done in God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. Now, I'm wondering this morning if, um, if you have a verse. If you have a verse or two or three that is just at the moment kind of working on you. A verse that maybe God has placed in your heart that you call to mind throughout your day, throughout your week. A verse that keeps you in the presence of God and reminds you of his great promises to you. Some people even say they have a life verse, right? A verse that speaks over the entirety of their whole life. It's good to have a verse. Now, I'm wondering this morning how many of you, before Cameron read it, have heard the verse John 3.16? Okay, good percentage. It's a great verse. It's a great one. For many Christians, for many years, John 3.16 has been a verse, one we hold on to, and rightly so. It is a short, easily grasped summary of the good news of God for us in Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his son, that anyone, anyone who believes in that son will have life everlasting life, eternal life. Our time is kind of short this morning, but, but I want to think about three things with that verse, just really quickly. There's so much we could say, but, but three things stick out to me as I, as, I, as I was concentrating on it this week. Love 
world, and life. First, love. This verse, I think, is wonderful because it helps us fathom the truly unfathomable. I can't even say it. God's love. We cannot, as mere mortals, comprehend the breadth and length and height and depth of God's love. The psalmist says God's love is unfailing, vast as the heavens it reaches beyond the clouds, mighty as the mountain, as deep as the ocean deeps. Scripture bears witness that God's love is steadfast. It's solid, right, unwavering. It is long-suffering. It's kind. It's patient. It keeps no records of wrongs. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. God's love never ends. But no one has ever seen God. And so how do we know? What I love about John 3.16 is it gives us a concrete picture of love. John shows us what God's love does. This is the way God's love to the world, to the world he loves, to you and me. He gave the best, the most, the costliest thing he could give, his one and only son. Of all that you know or believe or think about God, be sure that you know that. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. And he gave his son not just to come down and be Emmanuel, right? God with us. He gave his son to die, even to death on a cross. Verse 17 tells us why. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This verse shows us God's love. Secondly, I want to think real quickly about that world. And I want to think, not the way we might think, but I want to think with John, and really with the whole New Testament witness about world. Now, I'm wondering, I know I'm old and you are young, but have you heard of that classic song recorded by Louis Armstrong in the late 60s sometime, What a Wonderful World? I know sometimes it's in movies, right? There are trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Right? You know that song? It's a good one. It's a good one. And he waxes poetic about the skies and the colors and the babies that cry and the people going by. And he says, oh, what a wonderful world. Friends, John is not singing that song. That is not the world for John. When John uses the world, he uses it quite differently. Because if the world were wonderful, God would not have needed to give the world his son. The world that John writes about is dark, it's evil, it's corrupt, it's sinful. It is a world that is opposed fundamentally to God. It's a world filled with injustice, with despair, with crying out, with fallenness. Jesus says here the truth, and it can be hard to hear, but it's so true. He says the light. Oh, the light has come into the world. And people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. This is why, this is why every Sunday night, if you join us at the gathering, one of the first moves we make in worship is to confess. 
And we confess the darkness that's without and within, and we cry out for God's love and God's mercy. Jesus came to his own, and his own did not accept him. This world, this world is not wonderful, and the world will not save you. And we have to remember that. God, in love, sent his son for the world. Lastly, life. Life. For God so loved the world, even this dark, dark world, that he gave his son, that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have life. Friends, simply put, Jesus is life. John says this from the very start of the gospel, right? In the world came Jesus, and he was light, and he was life. And at the end of his book, chapter 20, John tells his reader the whole reason he wrote the book was so that you, you friends, may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing in him, you may have life in his name. Life came when Christ bore the weight of the world unto the cross. It is because of his dying and rising, Paul says, that Christ has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son. That is the way God loves, and that is life. For God so loved the world that he gave his son, that you might not have condemnation, but life. Did you come this morning looking for life? I think you did. John tells us the life is given us when we believe in Jesus. Life is given us when we believe in Jesus, the world is not gonna give us that kind of life, right? And the life that we're talking about is the, unite, the life united to Jesus, to the Son of God, the life given by then the power of the Spirit, the life born of God. Which leaves one question. Is this your verse? Is this your life? I pray as you leave today that the wonder of being loved like this shapes your going and your coming. That everything you do today may be permeated with this verse. One of my favorite pastors, Pastor Jim, whose daughter also happens to be a student here at Hope College, every Sunday closed, closed the service with the same benediction because repetition is our teacher, right? And he knew we needed to hear it. And so I wanna close this morning saying this over to you. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. My peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives, give I to you. Therefore, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Go in peace. Amen.